All right, everybody, thank you for jumping on our Jumpstart podcast. I got my man Colin McFarlane, uh, VP of FFL Lighthouse, out there absolutely slaying it in personal production, building a team. Hall of Fame member, new inductee to the Hall of Fame. Colin, you just told me that you had a goal to to get it by October, and you got the email on September 30th, which is goal, which is setting goals personified, by the way. But you're killing it. You're, you're well over Hall of Fame, and you had a gargantuan year looking to end it strong. Um, first off, it's a pleasure having you on, buddy. How you doing? Doing great, Mark. Yeah, I really appreciate your time, man. Yeah, doing good. I appreciate your time as well, and I, I appreciate all you're doing out there to serve clients, you know, and and sales train agents and talk to people and, and kind of let them know what you're doing and have success. So, um, Colin, when you think about this year, 2022, and your ability to rewrite your story, what did, what does that make you think about? Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, um, when I think about it, I think it's crazy because, um, you know, I've been in college all year too. So, like, really, this, <laughs> this entire like this entire year is just a testimony of, to the glory of God, man. He's, you know, there's no other reason for for all he's done for us. So it's it's been it's been a truly a blessing and just amazing to kind of watch the the process, you know. That's fantastic, man. I mean. But man, like just writing what you're writing month in and month out, helping families, you know, you're averaging over fifty families a month on a like on average, my guy. So that's just like wow, you know. So we definitely want to pick your brain to find out some of the things you're doing to do that. You know. Mm-hmm. Um when you think of the process of upstarting, you know an agent that's upstarting right now, what do you think about when it comes to the nuts and bolts of what they need to have and what they need to know? Um, well, I think, uh, I think, you know, what I did in the beginning was I didn't get too wrapped up in, uh, you know, learning the little intricacies of each policy and this and that, whatever. I think that's like the best thing that you could do as a new agent um, you should be listening to training, you know, when you're driving to appointments and as you're getting your license and all that kind of stuff. But once you get your license, just buy some leads and just be relentless about it. I mean, go try to get an answer from every person. If, if, if you're having money issues in the beginning with leads, you know, go out, door knock them, call them. But, um, you know, I, I think that just being relentless with your investment is huge. Cause that's, that's what I did in the beginning. My back was in a corner in the beginning. Um, and um, I had to go out and just start door knocking a bunch of internet leads until I finally found somebody that wanted to buy insurance, and then I went and bought more leads and just kind of repeated the process, you know. Makes sense. Um, so let's talk about it, you know. Let's talk about, you know, the, how do you structure your schedule right now to, to, to put yourself in a position to have the kind of success you're having? Uh, well, when I, right now it's tough because – my days are a lot of my days are taken up. I, I, you know, eight to two I'm in class. And then a lot of the evenings we got ministry and stuff at the church. So it's hard to, it's really hard to have um, enough appointment slots like I would like to. Um, but typically I keep Saturday pretty open for appointments. I'll keep uh Friday evening, Thursday evening. Um, 
I don't have a whole lot of time Tuesday, Wednesday. I'll try to run a couple on Monday or maybe do like some virtual phone sales Monday afternoon. Um, but that, you know, something that would help though, is that is non-negotiable for me, right? So like that is my schedule every week. And, you know, it's not like I decide on Monday, oh, am I going to work today or not? Like, no, I like that's, I set it up. So <laughs> those are my work hours. And, you know, I, I just take whatever God gives us. And um, I work during that time. That makes sense. Would you consider yourself part-time? Uh, I mean, I definitely don't run a full schedule. Uh, I wish I did. But, uh, yeah, when I'm in class, I am at least. When I'm out of class, I can I have time to run, you know, mornings and um, a lot more in the afternoon. But, yeah, until when I'm still in class, I would say part-time for sure. Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> well, glory to God, man. It's crazy. That's stunning. That's stunning. Now, I know – I think there's something that people should know. You know, from our podcast we did in the summer, you looked at the summer months as a way to get way ahead, yes? Yes, yep. So you were not in school during the summer, correct? Correct, yeah, June, July, and then half of August I was out of school. And you absolutely crushed it. How many families did you help in that time period? Um, I think around about 200, two-something. Um, probably 200, I think. <laughs> three. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good summer, but I, yeah, I, I, I think I doubled or tripled my lead spend is what I did. Um, and honestly, I haven't really, I slowed down a little bit from that, but I've kept most of it. Dude, let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Double and tripled my lead spend. Talk to everyone. Like, let's really rip this thing apart. You have new agents that start every day. They get mm-hmm. Some of them have analysis of paralysis. Some are afraid mm-hmm. to dig in their pocket and pull out money to help themselves be successful and go help families. Some overanalyze what they invest, and it, it shrivels their brain cells in half so they're not as productive as they want to be. Can mm-hmm. you go through, go through the mindset and the, the dividends of what leads have done for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, one one piece of advice I would give to anyone starting is, um, especially if this is your first sales job, is, um, you know, the numbers are what they are, right? I mean, numbers don't lie. That's a, that's a good way to track your business. You should do that. Um, but if you come in here with a spirit of you're coachable, you want to work hard, and you're willing to follow the system, it's not like you're going to be that one guy that just, oh, this guy just can't figure it out. You know, like if you just come in here and work hard and you do and you follow the system, it will work. You just have to put in the time and the effort um, to do so. But definitely like when I started, you know, leads was investing in the leads was a scary thought for sure. Cause, um, um, you know, a thousand dollars a week that that's to me, that that's just not normal, you know, to spend that kind of money every week on internet leads. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I had to kind of cross that hurdle initially but then once i started buying the leads and i saw the return on it um that's when i got into doing recurring leads like you know such as mortgage protection some mailers where they just charge you once a week automatically um and i was having good success doing that so really what happened in the summertime was i knew i wanted to uh take advantage of the months that i had out of school because it is it is definitely a challenge when i'm in class trying to uh, manage everything um, but in the summer months, I wanted to really escalate it. So I just took my lead cost, which I think was like a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars a week at the time, 
and mm. I at I at least doubled it. I think I almost tripled it um, for those months. And you know what happened was I obviously had a surplus of leads. I had tons of appointments. I had you know nothing changed. I didn't do anything differently. I just had just put more money into it, which led to more opportunities, more sits, more people interested, and um, ultimately more sales. So, you know, but talk to the person that's saying, you know what, I'm going to triple my lead spend, double, triple my lead spend. Did that make you nervous? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> How did you get through those <laughs> nerves? How did you... <laughs> Because people are really dealing with that, Colin. How did you get through those nerves? Uh, well, there's definitely a belief system to this whole thing. Um, you know, I, it's, it's easier, I think to, I think it's easier to make the jump from a thousand dollars a week to 2000 than it is from, you know, when you're just starting to making your first purchase. Um, because what happened for me was I knew that the system worked. I knew that if I bought leads, I'd sit with people and I would sell insurance. Um, so I figured, well, if I'm going to spend more, I should make more. Right. And, um, yeah, it was nervous. Uh, you know, I was definitely nervous about it, but again, I knew that the numbers were what they were. So if I bought more leads, I should get, instead of 15 appointments a week, I should get 30, you know, or, or 35, whatever. Um, and if I sit with that many, then I knew I would sell probably twice what I was used to selling. And so I knew the numbers would work out as long as I worked and as long as I just stay consistent with it. Um, but yeah, no, it was a good decision to do that for sure. Because especially with mortgage, <laughs> you know, yeah, to say the least. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a really good decision. And even when, like you know, mortgage protection, a lot of times it's a, uh, um, a lot of places in the country, um, they're really taking a, a hit as far as the availability of leads. You know, um, here in Tampa, it's not as big a deal, but it's definitely a little bit of a shortage than what it was like, you know, over a year ago. But even so, that's why I double or triple in the lead spin. I knew that it would. It would help. That's strong. Um, and it makes sense. I mean, you're having, you know, <laughs> really a ridiculous a year. Where are you at year to date on families helped? Um, I'm not sure. The last chart, I don't know. I don't know how to check that. The last chart I saw, um, I, like a, a, two months ago, like 477. So I think I'm, I got to be at five something. Um, I don't know what I'm at. I'd like to know because I'd like to see, try to set a goal by the end of the year. But <laughs> and I, think I'm, I think I'm at like 500 or 500 for sure. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Just thinking about that is just insane, bro. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a really – this job is a blessing, man. I mean, it really is. like crazy. Heck, yeah. Um, so – all right, so let's talk about it. You said you're doing a hybrid. You're doing a, you know, a in-home and some tele, okay? Um, mm-hmm. How do you manage that schedule-wise? What do you what do you set up for for that? And how does how does that how do you make sure you get to your goals every single week? Uh, well, currently, especially uh, just with being in school, I had to go ahead and hire a dialer. I did not use a dialer for the first, like, 10 months of doing this. Um, I did it all myself. But um, now that just with the schedule and the ministries and stuff like that, it, it's really helped me to do that. 
I know I'm definitely losing some uh, appointments probably, you know, some, some leads that I maybe have booked that don't get booked, but it's worked out well. Um, I try to do a virtual day on Monday. I try to run as many appointments as I can, just phone appointments in the afternoon. Um, and then the rest of the week I like to do in-home. I, I'm just a fan of in-home. I think that you get a better, it's easier to connect with people and you can get into annuities and, um, you know, there's just, uh, there's a couple of things I like about the in-home process. Um, but yeah, so pretty much like as when I'm in school, it's very sporadic. The schedule is really not ideal. Um, but when I'm not in school, that's when I try to go back to a normal, you know, FFL schedule, if you will, uh, something a little, little bit more standardized. So how do you, um, how do you manage that? Are you looking at the calendar in advance? Um, is it something that you you just kind of know because it's the same all the time? How are you managing the clock and the calendar with your schedule? Well, I know that I, I use Google Calendar. Um, so, you know, Google Calendar is pretty, pretty cool because you can set things up to just recur, you know, every week. So every week from eight to two is blocked out for class. And then I put the, the church on there. And then we have, we also have young adult ministry that we, uh, we have at our church. So I put those events on there and then whatever slots are open is really what I leave for work. So I try to leave like Monday afternoon. I try to leave Friday and Saturday, you know, Friday evening, and Saturday, if I can, it doesn't always happen because sometimes there's events going on or whatever. And then um, the dialer that I use, she's able just to book as much as she can in those uh, slots I have. So it's been working out well this semester. Um, last year, the fall and spring last year, I dialed off for myself. Um, so that was a little bit more where I just knew what was coming up that week, and I didn't have to be as uh, structured with it. But with this semester, I, I put everything together for the month in advance, and then she just goes in and fills up what she can. And, um, yeah, it's been working pretty well, honestly. It's been, it's been, a, it's been a blessing for sure. No doubt. So talk to us about how do you approach a telesale? How do you approach that? Is it an appointment you book? Is it, a, is it a call to close? How are you dealing with that? And then what are you doing to to do to, to, to make sure that you're protecting those families? So I do. I don't do call to close too much. Um, I've done a few. Um, I, I, I just have the, dial, um, the appointments get set as like phone appointments. So they, they come in as a normal mortgage protection lead. And just instead of them being in-home, the dialer will put them on the calendar as phone appointments. And at first, you know, Mark, at first I was kind of weird about telesales because I thought, uh, you know, this is going to be different. I'm going to have to change my whole in-home structure. I'm not going to know what to say. I'm not going to know what to do. Um, but I don't know what happened. One day I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to treat it just like I'm sitting at the house at the table with them, do the same thing, just have the same conversation. Um, so that's what I did. So really my telesale in-home is no different. I do the same, I go through the same exact uh, process. The only change I, that I made at the time was I'm very clear in the beginning on the phone that we're gonna apply or decline today. Um, Cause I don't want them to have, you know, think that we're gonna go through the phone call and it's gonna be a, an option to think about it or get back to you or whatever. Um, I started doing that more in the home too but at the time I really wasn't doing that in the home too much. I, I just didn't, I didn't have the, the need to at that time. Um, but mm -hmm. I think it's working out a little bit better for me now. So I'm still, I, I learn, you know, I'm learning every day, man. So I change stuff all the time. If I, you know, if I don't like the way something's going, I'll just, I'll tweak it a little bit, but my telesale in home is really the, 
really the same exact thing as my, um, you know, just when I sit with somebody face-to-face, I treat it the same way. I love it. That's great. And I love what you said about I'm learning every day. I'm changing stuff all the time. It's so important. You know, a lot of new agents think that, you know, they're trying to master it and they're going to be, it's going to be set for life. It's, it's never set for life. You're always tweaking it and changing it and always looking to find a better version of your own voice. Um, when you think about the things you've done to learn, podcasts, phone calls that you've been on, Zoom calls that you've been on, how would you um, describe your ability to take nuggets and add them to what you do to continue to evolve? Uh, sure, yeah. So uh, definitely the the trainings are great. Um, going, uh, you know, if you can get with an agent and go right around, and watch them do appointments. That's another great way to learn too, you know, because you can see some live appointments and whatnot. Um, I don't really learn anything when I sell somebody, you know, like when you sell them, you don't, I don't, I just, you don't learn anything. If they're good, you made a sale. That's great. But I learn from all the, the ones I don't sell, you know, like the, especially in the beginning when you're not really good yet and you're still, you know, you're still dealing with objections that you should have dealt with earlier and you're still getting hit with, um, you, know, you want to think about it and this and that and whatever. Those are the appointments I always would learn from. So I get back in the car and I would know that it was something I did is the reason I didn't buy. Something that I messed up in the in the in home structure, something I messed up in the appointment. So that's you know, when I get back in the car, that's when I sit down and I think about it. I try to run myself back to the appointment and try to figure out maybe it was my tonality, maybe it was uh, um something I said, maybe it was, you know, it could be a million different factors. But those are the ones that after that I'll try to identify something that I think I could do better, and I'll take that with me to the next appointment and just try to, to build on that. So constantly evolving, constantly challenging mm-hmm. yourself, constantly growing. Right. Okay. Yep. Now, when it comes to in-home, when you put, you know, when you, what is your mindset and your, your strategy, your approach from the time you pull up to the home? To the to the to the time you help that family. Um, I try to not you know I don't want to ever look at it as like oh I'm here to try to sell these guys something you know, um like that's not what I that's not the mindset I want to carry in I I try to carry you know I do a lot of mortgage protection so I'm trying to carry the mindset of um look my job is to come out here and, and explain to this family that either doesn't know they have options for this or maybe they do and they got bad information or you know whatever the case may be i just really want to show up as educational and then mix in the value as i do that so I, I i start with you know typically educating the family on what mortgage protection is or if you're doing final expense you could educate the family on that um you know final expense and what your job is and then as you go through that financial inventory, that's really when the value gets pulled out. It's set up perfectly in a way to where you, you get all your ammo as an agent um, in a way, but you're also able to build the value out of that sheet too. And so then by the time you present numbers, it's not really like, oh, hey, like now this guy's selling us something. It's more so he explained it to us. We do have a need for it. And here's a couple possible solutions that we could take. No doubt. Are you using the financial inventory in the home? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What does that do for you? You know, if I'm a new agent, I'm looking at that. What is that doing for you um, to help, you know, set structure? 
I think you have to use that. Um, it, that that's that's how you make all the the sales is, is you use that sheet because it'll naturally it will eliminate objections. You know, um, you know. For example, when I go through it and you get to the part where it says, "Do you have any life insurance?" I always ask them, "Do you guys have any private life insurance that's outside of work?" And typically the answer is no. They they say, "Well, we got insurance with work." And then that's that right there is where I'll deal with the work objection. I say, yeah, we don't count that as a coverage for you guys really because it's group universal life. And I just, and I expound on that about why work life insurance is not a bad thing to carry while you're there. But once you leave, typically it stays with the company. So it's better to have something with a private carrier um, that you guys own instead of the company owning the policy. But just like little things like that, all of that will just help you build up to the point when you do show them numbers. Cause then if you don't do that and you show them numbers for life insurance and they, then if they remember, Oh, I have something with work well, now it's too late, you know, cause now if they, if they present that objection, once you've already shown them numbers and then you try to fight it there, now you like failed them. <laughs> so, um, and you can't do that. You have to, you, you want to eliminate all possibility of you looking like a salesman by the time you get to that point. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, when you think about a new agent getting started, what would some, what'd be would be a parting shot that you'd give to them to help them, you know, catapult this amazing opportunity that we have into a career? Uh, well, um, my, I, I guess like I would say you got to work. You got to work hard. There, there's no there is no beating around that. Like if you're if you're getting into this thing and you're not really wanting to work, like. Uh, this isn't the right thing for you, you know, like this is really any job's not the right job for you because you, you, you got to work in life. But um, besides that, this is a golden opportunity. I can't, I could sit on here for 20, 30 minutes and tell you all the stuff that this job has allowed us to do in, just in this last year. But, um, you know, I don't know of anywhere else where you can go and start your own business, make the kind of money that FFL allows you to make and not really have any business costs except for leads. I mean, we don't have to develop products. We don't have to deal with, like, you know, people stealing from our store. We don't have to deal with supply <laughs> issues. Like, we don't deal with any of that. We, You know, you sell other people's money is really what you're doing. Um, wow. So I think that this is a, just such a great opportunity. And if it costs you a 1000 bucks to start your own business, to figure out a new skill and a new trade that's going to set your family up for the rest of your life, you know? I mean, that's a small price to pay. Most most business owners, they don't make a profit <laughs> for five years, you know? Right. That's, that's uh, awesome. No, I think that, I think that it's, you got to look at what's in front of you and you got to see the, you know, that would be my advice is look at, like, look at the opportunity, look at the, the potential. There's nothing special about me. There's nothing special about any of these, any of the top producers. There really is truly nothing special about me at all. It's just, you do the same thing over and over and over again. You stay consistent with it. Eventually you will get good at it. Um, and then you, you know, then from that point you can kind of design your path from there of what you want to, what you're looking to do. That's so strong. Boo. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to jump on with us and pour in to the agent force. You are crushing it. You had a, a record, you know, 2022, you know, I can only imagine what's in store for you for 2023 now that you have <laughs> this all down, man. Um, so congratulations 
on an awesome year. Looking forward to seeing you here in a few with the awards dinner. You're 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 killing it, my man. Yeah, thank you, Mark. I appreciate you having me. Um, yeah, it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Well, God bless. Thanks everybody for listening. Jumpstart podcast from Colin McFarland, FFL Lighthouse. Absolutely crushed it. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you, Mark.